Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden Archaeology. Forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. All right, everyone, make room, make room. I know everyone's glad to see. All right, we'll be there in just a moment. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Insight with Darren Bouquet on the new time here Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. The show is still called Spiritual Insight, and the show is still hosted by Mr. Darren Bouquet. And we will be back in just a moment. Join us. Insight with your host, Darren Bouquet. I'm Daniel Michael, and I'll start the show off by reminding everyone that Main Street Universe is, in fact, a network of many shows, including this one now on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And Darren is a reader and intuitive consultant at Marie Lovo's House of Voodoo in the magical city of New Orleans, Louisiana. So now the show is every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. On Mondays, we have Science of Light with host Mr. Randy Goldberg. And Randy is a Vedic astrologer as well as a Western astrologer. He's big into studying the Jungian archetypes and I think is part of some Jungian group here in D.C., some institute or something like that. I'll look into that. But 10 p.m. Eastern Time, once we one of the top five metaphysical shows to listen to by the little Blog Talk Radio e-zine that we as the hosts get in our email. So congratulations to him on that. And his ratings keep going up and up. So he's 
quietly becoming our, our one of our higher-rated shows. And then Tuesday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Master Herbalist Miss Susan Weed. And Susan discusses herbal medicine, psychology of healing. Herbal medicine is people's medicine, as she says, the medicine that grows right out your back door. And that is basically a half-hour class. So if you tune in, there's a lot of information from the Master Herbalist Susan Weed packed into a half-hour 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We have the flagship show, the one that started it all, Main Street Universe. And we're working on a couple of really good guests, as well as a few returning guests. I spoke to Reverend Trish from the Science of Mind Church here in Northern Virginia. And she'll be returning, as well as we may be soon getting the shamanic practitioner, Mr. Raven Caldera may be our guest coming up very soon, and some other great guests and new hosts. And then on Thursday evenings, we it's our rotating host evening, and right now we have Jim and Ashley Cash of Woven Green doing a show there, and they do it once a month. And then on Fridays, we still have Jesse and Nicholas George with Activating Compassion. No longer Activating Compassion in the Midnight Hour, as her show is at different times, because she's on a book tour. And so while she's on tour, she does it whenever she can and whenever she can line up the guests on Friday. So keep an eye out, or if you follow us, you'll get the update in your email and can check her out while she's on tour. So from the road, she's doing her show. And then, of course, that takes us back around to... Sundays, as we already mentioned this show, Spiritual Insight with Darren Bucare. But on Sundays, it's going to be another rotating host. And in fact, one of them is going to be Mary Phelan, who's already returned and done a show. And another will be, I think, Mr. Brett Hillman, our number three co-host that used to be with us on the flagship show on Wednesdays with myself, Kevin Baird, and at the time, Melissa Dijanova and Brett Hillman. And now my co-host is associate producer Janice R. White, who's going to be starting her own show, probably a rotating Sunday show also, and hers will be called Reflections and Rhythms. So for now, that makes up the show and forecasted shows on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And we know how to click. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. I was not sure if you were the host calling in or <laughs> um, someone calling in for the host. <laughs> but I'm still awaiting his call. So let me, what I'm going to do is just play a brief song and come right back and see if everything's okay with him. All right? All right. So we'll be back in just a moment.
everybody. We're back. And I see we have a caller. Uh, Darren has not called in yet, but I do see we have a caller. And welcome, caller. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. Were you calling in uh, for a reading from Darren? Well, um, some, yeah, somewhat, I guess. I've been feeling some crazy kind of, uh, I don't know, some kind of spiritual awakening. I was trying to find out a little bit more insight about that if he sees anything. And you, you mean you've been sort of studying a new spiritual path? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Um, I was out. I was out meditating one morning, and um, I was just amazed by what I what I was able to see. And um, I oh, told him. I think I already know what he would say, <laughs> and is basically a couple different things. And one is, I think that esoteric explanation or exploration is a is a is a good thing. I think it is important just to remember that it depends on what your leaning or background is, and I'll, and I'll and I'll explain this. You know, some people come from very Christian backgrounds. Some people come from more scientific backgrounds. I mean, like me, I was raised Southern Baptist, so. When, whenever engaging in some of these things and developing these things, I think for some people it's good, and especially since you call it and you're curious, which makes me think you're curious about maybe any dangers of it, to ask for protection before doing anything. And that means asking protection from God, whichever religion you are, whichever one you believe in, because there's the old saying that um, of the diamond that um, God is like a diamond. There's many facets, but at the, that we're staring at. But at the end of the day, we're all looking at the same stone. Um, so some people they might even be, you know, Wiccan or pagan, and in which in case they're asking for protection from a mother goddess and a father god, or both, or one, or single. Some people might prefer archangels. Some people might be, you know, Buddhist or whatever the case is. Some people are less likely to be attracted to, quote-unquote, worshiping any kind of deity, so they might view it more scientifically, and they might just say, I ask the universe for divine protection. Maybe someone that comes from a more atheistic uh, background or something like that. So I would say ask for protection from whatever it is you actually believe in. So if you if it's, if it's God, the big guy upstairs, you know, uh, then ask for protection there. If it's, you know... Some people like a more female version of God, such as like pagans, Wiccans, and Druids, but they have both. They have male and female, but you don't often don't hear about that as much. But so, yeah, I would say asking for protection and maybe even mm-hmm. feeling the protection, like feeling yours. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, what I, I was just saying that I, I do believe I'm very Christian. And, okay. um, and that's exactly what I, I'm just kind of, because I've been always you know, told that um, the higher, you know, of course, is God. But I'm just, I was just kind of, by what I was able to see, because almost like I saw like little, um, it's almost like I saw energy. And some people would say you might have saw angels or, you know, some sort, but I didn't know because I'm still actually reading about it. I'm still trying to figure out about it. But sometimes some people say that if you try to get too too in-depth about it, it could Mm -hmm. make you... um, 
doubt everything that you have believed in in the past. And I definitely don't want to doubt that because some things I just feel like it's just God's job to be able to know some certain things, and it's not really my job to really be able to know them. Right. So I was... <laughs> and I certainly understand coming from someone who was raised Southern Baptist and that, you know, I was pretty much raised that anything, whether it's astrology or some even believe meditation, some have even said yoga is of the devil. Uh, I don't personally b- believe any of that. I think those are misinterpretations. They're dramatically misinterpreting. At one time, and if this helps you, Eddie, um, at one time the ancient, there were ancient Christians called the Gnostics. And these Christians fully believed in getting into deep meditative states, a little bit like you're talking about. I don't know how deep in, but I'm saying, but but they fully believed in it. And these were ancient Christians, and even into I think the Cathars. But the the here's what happened. It's this political, and if you think about it, it makes sense. The big church said, uh-uh, you can't do that without. You got to go through our priest. You can't be out there having visions on your own. And they killed the Gnostics. They killed them quicker than they burned the witches. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. they, they 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 took them out, you know. And they were like, you guys are enemies of the church. But these were deeply devout Christians, and they fully believed that trying to experience Christ and God through meditation was a perfectly legitimate thing. So there's different histories for you to draw on. And I would just always say... Just be sure to ask for protection before you start going in into the other side a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and feeling the protection, too. Like, feel safe and feel like, okay, thank you. And say thank you. You know, uh, um, thankfulness is a really powerful tool, and it kind of warms you a little bit just to say it, because then you really feel like something positive is in your presence. Uh, so I would say, if and, and our friend Brett, um, is someone who who's done metaphysical things and and who's one of our hosts in the past, and he's studying to be a Christian minister. Now he doesn't do those mystical things as much as he used to, but he doesn't necessarily think they're completely of the devil either, whether it be the cards or. Uh, but he he doesn't he doesn't feel the need for that anymore. His is more just prayer and meditation now. I think is you know kind of his his thing now, and so I would say. And Darren would say the same thing. He's not here. But he would say, calling on the higher power you believe in, knowing it's there to protect you, and then you should be fine in any of these endeavors. Um, Even doing some things, some people do, they add physical things to help them feel a little safer in that realm. That's where you get into things like holy water and, and, you know, maybe having your your cross on you or or, or something, something physical to represent. Um, Some people even use maybe an anointing oil and just, you know, briefly put a little oil on their forehead so they smell it while they're asking for the protection or, or or the guidance. So I would say if you do that, you would be fine. And, again, it's a subject for debate as to how Christian esoteric and mystical practices are. Um, but a lot of the people that are sort of holy rollers against a Christian doing a mystical practice, some of them don't really have – all their history. And I understand because these things are pounded into our head. Again, I was raised Southern Baptist. I completely understand those fears. Um, I don't have those fears now. But And Darren is a more advanced practitioner than me. He was raised Catholic. He still calls himself a Catholic. Uh, but he engages in, in certain, even more mystical practices than I do. Mine are more meditations and things like that. And um, 
So I would say asking for the protection and looking into some history, even just Google up Christian mysticism, and you'll find all kinds of fascinating things, including you could get in whether it's the the hoodoo down south, right, in uh, Appalachia and, you know, Louisiana and all that. Those folks, they were doing kind of forms of mysticism and magic, kind of folky magic, but they took some of it they learned at church. You know, it was totally mm-hmm. considered Christian. So some of it is a perspective, and depending on the history that you've either researched or have been raised on or both. But asking for protection is, in my opinion, never a bad idea. And and if you're strong in your belief, nothing out there is stronger than the God you believe in. Yeah. The energy that would be for the negative forces, remember, were created by the Creator anyway. So they, they can't beat Him if it's a, if, if you see it as, as a Him. Uh, so... And I've used that before, called upon a deity when I was having a really bad dream one time and asked for protection, and like this light came about and pushed back these darker um, forces. So if, if, if you're strong in it and you feel like you're being protected, and other people might judge you, but I think you'll have a sense inside yourself, especially if you're asking God for protection, you'll have a sense inside yourself whether it's right or wrong. And... You'll be protected. You can even some people visualize like a a ball of white light around them, uh, maybe coming from the heavens, like a beam of light coming from the heavens after you ask for protection. Um, And then you fill up with the light and then picturing it surrounding you, almost like a shield. Some people visualize almost a crystal around them. So there's different Mm -hmm. shielding techniques. There's asking for protection techniques. And there's grounding techniques, getting you back into the real world, which can be anything from... Um, the Buddhists, when they ground, they, put, they actually put their hands on the ground and picture like they're just getting rid of any excess energy they don't need. Some people just visualize that happening, like maybe light that leaves the hands or the palms of the feet. Um, so there's all different stuff. You'll start to look in and start to read about. And I totally know what you mean because I, I had, when I was a kid, I had lucid dreams and out-of-body experiences. And when I would ask they'd be like, oh, I wouldn't go digging too deep into that. You know, to me, that wasn't a good enough answer. I wanted to explore these things. And that's when I discovered, you know, uh, meditation and mysticism and things like that and been on a journey like that ever since. And have never run into anything I couldn't, you know, handle as long as I be humble with knowing that there's divine protection when you ask for it. And that would be my advice to you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as uh, do you see anything that I need to possibly um, know, anything general as far as reading? Oh, oh um, hold on just a second. So let me see. I was kind of awaiting Darren. <laughs> so hold on, I'm getting my cards out here. Mm-hmm. They're around the table. Mm-hmm. And, okay. What I'm going to do mm-hmm. is shuffle them. And when I'm done, or when I'm done, <laughs> I'm sorry, just tell me when to stop. I'm shuffling them now. So this will involve near energy a little bit. So I'm shuffling them, so tell me when to stop. Okay. Shuffling, shuffling. Shuffling. Okay, one wants to pop out. We'll go with that one. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. 
stop. <laughs> oh, wait, one fell out, too. Hold on. Okay. This is just telling me for you not to make decisions that are too quick and to really go out and get some good information and just keep doing um, research. Let me pick one more for this. In fact, you might find it in another friend or a couple groups of friends. I'm getting kind of a camaraderie here at the end with the Three of Cups. So maybe talk about your new discoveries, but don't um, – some people, they rush things. And that's why they, – and they won't get sometimes the good either information or good practice, like a good practicality. So this is telling me, you know, a little bit like we talked about, ask for protection – because I was just getting a feeling this reading just was continuing to comment on what you asked. Though I can answer another type of question if you like. Um, and it almost like seeking out some other people. At the end I'm getting um, seeking out some other like-minded people that are kind of getting into the same thing that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, a meetup group or... You know, go go somewhere where you think people are interested in these similar things and, and seek them out and maybe join a little group or some classes. A lot of them are free. Mm-hmm. And do a lot of studying and good information because I, I got a high priestess um, reversed, which was telling me a, a caution against. And, and that's a very spiritual card. Now, reverse also means because you're just beginning. But it could also mean there there could be a slight danger. Don't go too fast and just get bad information and go haphazard. So find and meet like-minded people. Do some good research. It's really not a, a, a negative reading at all. I think it's about seeking out some other like-minded people um, for for this. What about as far as career and finances? Okay, let me hold on. Let's see. Um, I'll shuffle again. Hold on, one, two, three, four. Okay, I'm shuffling. Mm-hmm. Tell me when to stop. Mm-hmm. This one came out. Okay. Finances, mm-hmm. okay. me there could be something good happening soon something you were trying to build doesn't feel like it's working out quite yet so just be hold on to your finances a little bit of whatever is you know you can I mean I know it's tough if not much money or none's coming in but it's saying to to be a to don't go out and overspend right now basically you know don't risk that at this moment like really stay a little bit tight and then something i'm i'm just going to say maybe within a month or a little more maybe about 2 or 3 months mm-hmm. 
might not be that long, but something's going to start to be built soon. So something will will start to be positive within. Like, a, are you looking to do something new, or or, or just looking for a new job? Um, I'm right right now. I'm currently a hairstylist and makeup artist, but I'm trying to find out if there's something more to um, more that I can possibly do because I've been at a standstill for quite some time. So I'm trying to see if there's other things that I might want to um, do. That's what I'm seeing. Is that what I meant was it looks like you want to start something new because it's the three of wands, which is buildings and structures. And it's the early, it's going out and trying to find something new and trying to build something new. So it's saying to hold on, be a little bit tight in the beginning. It's the, it was the queen of coins. So there's like, there's some skill there, uh, but kind of let's, let's draw a couple more for that. Cause that, that ending card, though it makes sense for the reading, isn't like, much clarity for the final. So what I'm going to do is I'll divide the cards into three paths. One, two, three. And we'll ask the question again. Okay. Is there... Um, what's a good way to ask this question? She wants You want to find a new aspect of this career? Or where can it take you? Mm-hmm. A new, um, finding a new career path. Okay, okay. So pick from pile one, two, or three. Okay. All right. Pile one, two, or three again. Uh, three. Okay. Once again, you had the same card twice out of 78 cards. You had the Three of Cups came in at the end of this one again. This is telling me that somewhere through a friend you might get help. Um, it's also telling me... Yeah, I'm seeing an intellectual change, meaning some schooling or something. Mm-hmm. And... And you may get some help from a friend, like they're going to lead you in the right direction um, in somewhere in your circle of friends because it's the Three of Cups, and that's like camaraderie between a couple of different people, not just like an intimacy card. And not only that, the Two of Cups is in this. So this may even have something to do with a romantic interest. And somehow through this and through these personal interests, you get a little bit of that that spark, that king of swords, that that quick intellectual idea um, that suddenly becomes like, oh, that's what I'll do. So I'm seeing that, I'm seeing it maybe taking uh, a little while, that meaning weeks to months, but it's it's showing some positivity there towards the end. It's, it'll be like um, when something sparks, something comes to your mind and you go, I have like a eureka moment, and it'll be through uh, some camaraderie and uh, maybe even them through a romantic um, contact. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I can see that. So that's an interesting surprise card, though. There was something kind of romantic coming in for that question, but <laughs> but that's <laughs> part of the camaraderie of the cups. One of them was a one-on-one, and the other one was friends. So it's almost like friends of a partner or a partner through friends, 
And all of these things came out to this idea, this cut-through idea of swords from the King of Swords. So it's, uh, I, I see it as suddenly it'll be like this clarity. But it's about, um, and I know it's something you hear a lot, but it's it's about continued networking and, 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 and camaraderie and, and meeting with people to be inspired. So, and I've seen that within... As I said, probably in a few a few weeks to maybe like two months, something like that. Gotcha. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Let me get back to the show page. My uh, my computer's acting a little funny here. And okay. Thank you for joining us on Spiritual Insight with Darren Bucare. Hello, 770. How are you? Hi, Darren. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is Daniel sitting in for Darren because Darren is not here today. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, sorry. When I pulled oh, it up. Oh, right. That's okay. Oh, um, I want to know, what did you see for me for the New Year? Okay. Let's, um, I'll shuffle the deck. Okay. Here we go. And I'm shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. Tell me when to stop. Okay. Okay, now I'm going to divide it into three piles. Okay, pick from pile one, two, or three. One, two, or three. Three. Year, new year, new year. See this year. Mm hmm. Two or one? Actually, uh, one, two, or three. One, two, or three. Go ahead. Three. Okay, three again. Okay, and once again, pile one, two, or three. One. Okay. Pretty powerful. Uh, I mean, they're not always like that. Some of them are very wait for a while, you know, stand your ground. Uh, the last one was don't spend too much money. This one is like jumping at you kind of a reading and that is something new is going to start to be built again this three of wands came up second time today already what came up uh, so building something new is going to structures wands or structures and building things um and then the next one is the queen of coins which is a very abundant card and it's a very confidently so it seems like the money situation is going to get better. And then the final one is the Empress, which is the card of fertility. Now, before you get scared, fertility doesn't always mean pregnancy. <laughs> it, it, it can mean um, uh, the birth of a new thing. Some This is showing me a, a new project that could really work out and actually be very satisfying too, like something you might actually enjoy or at least enjoy more than what you, what you might have been doing. So this is saying that something you'll be working on or something new maybe you've, you've wanted to build will will start to um, have some success. Oh, fantastic. Amen. So have you been try thinking of that, like I don't know, like a new business or something? Um, or I've... I really have not been thinking of um, 
any um, new project. Well, sort of, kind of. I've sort of, kind of. I would love to maybe just open up a maybe a. Um, I don't know if I want to do makeup artistry or a massage healer. Okay. Uh, a tone between those two things, and uh, and definitely my mind has been on money. Right. If I can just get that enough money in place to open up what I want to open up. And this is saying with working with others, that's an important part of this card. It's saying to okay, go working with help. others. Okay. Don't try, don't always try to do everything on your own, and and because the three of wands, three is the number. If it was two, it would be intimate, like your partner, or, or it could be depending on the, the suit and everything. Uh, but with three, it's a number of working like with just others in general, friends, business associates, et cetera, et cetera. So go get some help. Go find some people to help you with something you want to work on. And it's showing me that it has a very good chance of being successful. And with the Empress card at the end, that's fertility. It's almost like fertility goddess, the birth of a new thing. And it's also joy, so it could be something you actually like. you know. But it's But it comes with a lot of hard work and with finding some help to do it. I'm getting a big right. thing about finding help to do it. So right. don't try to go it alone. Because I know some do you people... Say anything about, do you say anything about the love life? Okay, let me... Well, I got the piles here, so pick from pile one, two, or three. And actually, this one, one was falling at me, so I'm going to pick this one. Hold on. Okay. I go by the thing, like, if it's kind of falling out of the... Jumping out of the deck that it's kind of, you know, yelling at you. Okay. okay. So then pick from one, two, or three again. One, two, or three, two. Okay, good. One more time. One. All right. This is now the other one came jumping at me like great and fun and success. This one's a little different, but it's not necessarily bad. But it's showing me. Um, there's something brand new that you might start to work on that could be positive, but there's a lot of patience here. This is not a jump-into kind of situation. It could be a good one. In the card, it's actually a guy holding the world in his hands, but it's at the very beginning, and the structures are barely there, two of wands. So the next card is saying, do not just jump into that. Um and for no reasons that I'm actually getting at this point, except for it might just be an issue of patience. Because uh, some people aren't ready, you know. And you know how some people can be. Um, they're just not, they got stuff they got to work out. Um, and in the end is what you could call the change card in reverse, meaning it's going to be a little stagnant for a while, but there could be something potentially good that could be starting though, but it's going to take a lot of patience and it's not really going anywhere for a while. Now you could jump into it, but it might not be good news. I wouldn't jump into the first thing you, you see or whatever. It's, it's kind of, this is a little bit of caution and patience, not bad news because there's something there brewing, but it's going to take some time and patience. I I I don't see like, again, you might be able to force that big powerful newness but it's kind of telling, according to this, it's the Knight of Swords, which is that jump forward action card, and it's upside down saying, eh, 
you know, he'll fall off the horse and, you know, poke himself with the sword and get crushed by the horse. And, you know, <laughs> not a good time to jump right now. Just be, okay. have some patience. Well, that's pretty much will... who I am. I don't jump too quick. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, okay. that's good. <laughs> or it can be I, good. I, really I never have. I, I don't jump too quick. And it's like, eh, no, uh-uh, no. It's showing me some continued patience, but that's something good can start to be built after a while. Uh, but it's going to be a little while is all I'm saying. <laughs> Because basically, basically, uh, what I'm thinking, uh, I can't jump too quick because he doesn't live in the same state that I live in. Okay, so and uh, we've just been uh, yeah. communicating, and uh, it's like, and he's been very persistent. But I'd say, hmm. <clears throat> and now he's talking about he wants to come, uh, come here to see me, and uh, and I thought, hmm, am I ready for that? We only been talking since November. Yeah, it's I'm I'm getting a lot of unsureness and and patience and and don't jump in stuff. Yes, <laughs> I just yes. the two cards when you were calling. One of them's the Eight of Swords, another sword card, which is all indecision. And yeah, I think you got to know that it's it's balanced with the Justice card afterwards. And I just I just I don't think you're you're even sure that it's that it's wise. No, I'm uh, not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Mm-mm. No. But because basically there's someone else I'm interested in that lives here, that lives in the state that I live in, and we are friends and we have a lot of affection for one another. But uh, I don't know what's holding that up. I don't want to be too aggressive with that. Pardon me. Yeah. I'm getting from that a similar thing. It was like I said the first time around when I said. Uh, um. Now I'm seeing this person as someone you really you might enjoy their company better than the other one. Um, uh, this person that lives here in the in the state, yeah, that lives in the same state. I do, I do. Yeah, and it's and it's also the six, which is someone. This is someone you can really kind of be almost buddies with, is what I'm getting. But it's still giving me the same stuff about patience. So right, right, okay. He's working on all kinds of combat. I got the five of wands, and I got the yeah. With this reverse, there, there's all sorts of. Um, there's some stuff you've got to work out. <laughs> uh, so is it me or he got to work out? <laughs> well, I guess in some way we all do, but it's um, but I think he's just going through a lot of combat. That some of it might be in his head, you know, like some people have just have terrible fears of commitment, you know, and all these kind of things. Right. Uh huh. But some of it is they, you know, folks also have some issues. But either way, I'm seeing patience all around with this. Like, just be patient and work on just the one that you think is really the best one when the time feels right. If you jump and force it, I just feel like, just like I said, the night falling off the horse. Okay. All right. Yeah, but that's okay. very true. The one that lives here, I do. I do. I think I would enjoy him much better. I, I already know because I've been around him, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, and, that, and there is, that is for me, there is a sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just know it. Spirit have shown it to me. Right. Yeah. So okay. okay. Thank, well, thank you. you thank you, Daniel. All right. Thank you. Is it okay if I listen? Oh yeah, I'm actually taking a break, so um, we're not on air too much longer. But yeah, yeah, we'll you feel free. <laughs> and we'll be okay. Back. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> We're going to see Let's if I can get a hold of actually. So I'm going to play a quick song and come back and then see what happens. If we have another caller, take them. If not, we'll see what happens. We'll maybe talk for a minute. So we'll just play a brief song, and we'll come right back. And I'll keep you on. It's just the microphone won't be on. So it'll just be um, mute, but you can still hear the show. So thank you very much again. All right, folks, I see Supernatural Radio is there in the chat room, as he sometimes is. Welcome, Supernatural Radio. Good to see you again. I know you listen from time to time. Now I'm typing it. And I'm going to see if maybe I can get a hold of Darren and be right back. This time I'll play a different song. This is from our friends Woven Green. It's called Sixth Sun, and they're going to be on my album, too. I'm in a band, and Ashley, who's the singer here, is this backup singer for two songs on the album with me. But this is her band, Woven Green. And that was my good friends Jim and Ashley Cash of Woven Green. They're actually a husband and wife band. And so it was great to have them sit on the album with us. We have an album coming out called Songs of the New Old Ways. And Jim and Ashley, they bring a natural chemistry because they're married and they're in a band. So, of course, they play you know, with ease together. And they actually run a music school called Potomac Falls music, so it was a lot of fun having them over here at the studio. So we discussed early in the show, a lady called and said she was just getting into a spiritual journey, meaning that she had grown up probably somehow like some what, I mean, like I did, which was uh, very Christian. I now consider myself sort of an independent, esoteric, spiritual person. And she was just getting into things like, you know, meditation and stuff like that and was feeling like, well, you know, she had been told it's, you know, scary or it's the devil and all of that. And basically my advice, which would have been Darren's advice to her, was you ask whatever God you believe in. There's different religions out there for protection and then you should be fine because you know the divine creator none of these none of these you know dark or evil spirits or or just pesky ones are stronger than the great divine creator or at least that's how I was always taught and different people see the creator differently you know some people are christian some are muslim buddhist pagan 
some see God as a divine feminine. Either way, if it's the one that makes you feel safe, then ask that, or archangels. Some people like to work with the archangels. Archangel Michael, for example, with the sword. Uh, it's actually a favorite of Darren's. You ask the archangel for protection, and you know Michael and his sword should be able to handle anything that, that comes along while you're on your esoteric journey or in the meditation world, right? So, but the show was also about discussing the element of air. And we have a little bit of time left, and I'll go into that. We mentioned the archangels, and for those in mystical practices or Catholicism, the archangels are, they're, they're prevalent. You know, you go into the store and you see the candles, you know, you burn a candle for saints and angels. And the archangel representing air is Raphael, and Raphael is known as a healer. Now, for the other elements, representing fire is Michael, representing water is Gabriel, and earth is Uriel. And there are different aspects associated mystically or spiritually, whatever words make you more comfortable, with the element of air. Um, In the tarot, the fool is considered the card of air. He's the whimsical guy or gal, depending on the deck, that's going to just jump off the mountain. And his little dog's trying to stop him. He's got his little uh, backpack or little that uh, hobo sack thing, you know, the stick with the bag on. And he just looks like he doesn't have a care in the world. But is he really so foolish? Is he naive? Is he innocent? Is it new? Is he just crazy brave? Is it all of the above? That's the power of the fool. And sometimes the fool is about not repeating the same, you know, jumping off the mountain, just doing the same thing. There's a lot of different ways to look at it, but that's the cards oftentimes associated with air and air elementals in mystical practices. Because things, in so many traditions, you can go to Taoism, Buddhism, Hinduism, even the Om itself. When you hear somebody say Om, Om, it's actually, or I was taught it in four different parts, the A is springtime, meaning like this in four parts, ah, and then silence. There's always been time of year associations and elemental associations. So, ah, is springtime, o is summer, m is autumn, and silence is winter. And then a lot of practices have four elements. Some have three, some have five. Now, I'm not trying to get too far into this. The Druids... They kind of like to say land, sea, and sky. Uh, the other mystical traditions will say earth, air, fire, and water. So today we'll be discussing a little bit about air. And astrologically, it's Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. I personally am Aquarius, as well as on the cusp of that in Capricorn. Air is associated with new thoughts, creativity, spirituality, Intellectual pursuits, pursuits of faith, are also considered to be an air quality. Uh, It's the person that lives in the realm of ideas, in belief systems, in things being new and fresh and intelligent. It would be the youth it would be newness, and the pagans would say it would be like young father god, young mother goddess, the maiden of the dawn, 
these are the air qualities. And, of course, there are other things associated with them, such as dreams. So people that have a lot of powerful dreams are considered to be very air-like, especially if they have a lot of flying dreams or a lot of lucid dreams, which I do. There are certain animals that some say are associated with air. Of course, mystical animals, any of you know, one you might think with wings, uh, cherubs. Uh, we mentioned the archangel Raphael. The birds, like the eagle and the hawk, and there's even parts of the body that are considered based on the air element, and of course, respiratory and breathing tissue, uh, anything involving the throat or speech. Uh, Some would say the brain because of the mind, or maybe it just is the mind. And then there's connections even with, you know, kidneys, the lungs, of course, back to the breathing things again. So there's a lot of things associated with air. One of the plants associated with air or like if you had an oil would be, say, like if you're doing something with the air working, might be uh, peppermint or a few others, maybe even um, other plants. A lavender could even be one associated with air, yarrow, getting a little bit into some of the plants now. So, and one, of course, that I use sometimes, which is dandelion. What I love about dandelion is it's a plant that we dig up and throw away and it's one of the most powerful medicines in the world. <laughs> and in America, we throw it away. Um, I mean, it's it's an interesting back-and-forth relationship because more dandelions grow because of what you might call bourgeois landscaping. Landscaping just for the sake of, of scaping it, meaning mowing the lawn. When you garden, you're growing stuff, right? But when you mow your lawn as my good friend Susan Weed told me, it grows more dandelions. So it does have a funny side effect. Now, if you're putting chemlon on your lawn, I wouldn't touch those dandelions. I wouldn't put chemlon on the lawn either. But um, but you can take dandelions and you can make tea out of it, infusions, wine, vinegars. And when you make a powerful tea out of it, like an infusion that you might put in overnight, dandelion root, dandelion leaves, you let it about fill up a mason jar just about halfway, put some boiling water on it, close it, let it sit overnight. It's one of the best things for the liver. And when you make a strong liver, you can do a lot in the world. I mean, you can just, you can take a lot of, you can take a beating, you know, because the liver is, is important like that. And it's a big, strong organ, and it takes a lot of abuse. (laughs) Of course, I'm Irish, so there might be a stereotype there of the type of abuse that it might take. But it it is strong and can heal. A lot of people don't think of the liver as a healing organ. Uh, But it'll heal. But if you feed it good things, dandelion is one of the best. Just a a strong dandelion infusion or just regular drinking of dandelion tea. There's a few others as well that are associated with a strong liver. And... It just has always amazed me how some of these plants, these real basic plants, like nettle and and dandelion, especially dandelion because people literally throw it away. They're literally throwing away one of the best 
things they can make a healing concoction out of. <laughs> and I do use it. I, I fall out of the habit sometimes, and I'll buy a tincture when I'm getting when I'm not working on it as much. So I'll buy a tincture and I'll drop, you know, a droplet full in water and try to do that two three times a day. And it helps you. It helps your liver cope and it helps make it strong. There's a couple other things that do too, I believe. I, I, in my time of experimenting these things, uh, milk thistle is one and uh, chicory, I think, is another. And so building the strong organ is better than thinking of flushing out the filter. And Susan Weed is very passionate about that. And I'm getting this information, a lot of it, from Susan Weed, so I want to accredit her. She's our Tuesday night host, and I do the show with her. And we've definitely had the dandelion conversation often. She'll just, people throw it away, and she'll just grab it up and make all kinds of wonderful, uh, you know, potion out of it. <laughs> and, like, anything that helps heal the organs like that is, is a very valuable, and it just grows everywhere. So back we were talking about the element of air. There are other things uh, that are associated with working with air. Like say, you know, some people are into burning candles for something. Uh, yellow is oftentimes an air association color. And oil, one we mentioned earlier, is lavender, which is one of my favorite. I love lavender oil in the burner. Um, even gray, strangely enough, not a color people think of being particularly magical, but gray is kind of a, a mental color. And again, violet, just like the lavender. Violet is a, is a very powerful spiritual color, as it's also the color of the crown chakra. And some people think, like maybe when you're doing a cleansing, that violet is a good color even to use, or even to visualize the whole room turning violet. Um, some traditions associate green and gold again, but back to gold and yellow again. So it's coming back to the idea of uh, yellow as a color and sometimes combining it with other things like gray or maybe violet or considered air. And again, the direction of air if you're doing works that are based on newness, a new project, a new thing, some people will actually set their altar in the direction of the east is one practice. Some people just like it in the east in general. Oh, and I see Darren is here. Hold on. Welcome, Darren. Are you there, sir? Darren Bucare. I see he was there. I'll try turning him back on and off. Hello, hello, hello. Well, what we will do, I'm going to take a short break because Darren's coming in and out, in and out, in and out. And I'll be right back. We're actually getting close to the end of our hour. But stick around. We might have a little more conversation with Darren Bucare if I can just get him back on the phone, he's dropping off on me, so, let me see, oh, there he is, I'll try again, hello, Darren, hello, hey, yeah, I can hear you, all right, good, so the air has swept me away for a moment, but I have returned, um, (laughs) the powers of the East are very whimsical, as as it were, that's right, as, as it is, 
Um, so, uh, how, how has everything been going so far? Going okay. I ended up doing a couple readings and then discussing air after that and mentioning the, um, the elemental card of air. Sometimes people think the, the fool, as well as some other beings of air, like the the jinn or the genies. Um, um, of course, well, planetary associations being Mercury, though I've had some people say they like to work with Jupiter working with air as well. Of course, Mercury, though, being Hermes, right? So definitely very airy. For mercurial air. traditions and hermetic traditions definitely go with uh, air, you know, being that, that, that that's the, you know, that's what happens. He's the god with the wings on his feet, you know. He's there to speedily deliver messages and and move in that direction. So that's important. Um, Jupiter, I, I think, has some air quality to it as well, but it also, you can integrate Earth in, and, and fire into that as well, especially fire. Um, and the gin, specific, specifically gin, you have a lot of air, but you also have the different types of gin, like the afrit and the, that sort of thing that deal with, with the fire aspect as well. And there would be more underworld energy and all that jazziness. Um, I like air myself because A, I'm a Libra, and B, uh, I'm someone that, that uses communication um, largely in reading to help people understand um, air in the tarot relates to uh, intellect, ideas. It, it relates to the the, uh, the sword, the swords in, in, the, in the minor arcana. And um, it, it, it is largely, if you're, it's about communication, it's about sharing ideas, it's about inspiring people. And as a spiritual advisor, that's, that's a big part of what I do. And it's kind of my, um, the element that I work with a lot, uh, you know, just with, with in my professional life as far as an advisor um, for me. So it's important to me very much so. Um, now, Darren, early in the show, and I'm not sure if uh-huh. this lady is still there, but a lady called Early, and mm-hmm. like probably many people you've met in your practice, because you do this stuff for a living, mm-hmm. and excuse me, I took my throat, she called, and being from a Christian background, she said she started doing a little meditation, and you know started really having interesting energy experiences and surges, and was mm-hmm. saying, is this safe and all that? And I was giving her what I thought would be your advice of saying, before you do anything, first of all, esoteric exploration, I encourage. Second of all, right. but before you go exploring, ask for protection from whatever form of the divinity you believe in. In her case, it was Christian. So I said, just okay. ask God for protection. He's, he's If that, that's close to your heart, he's stronger than anything that can mess with you. So, But so go into this with a sense of, you know, asking for protection, you could even, you know, I mentioned you could even visualize, you know, the white light coming down and all that. Different people mm-hmm. are comfortable with different things. So I was just saying just yeah. get that protection first. Even maybe bring physical things to remind you of the protection if you want. A little, mm-hmm. for somebody that's Catholic, maybe a little statue of the Virgin Mary or, or maybe a cross mm-hmm. or maybe, you know, something. Some people like these physical things as well to be around them. Mm-hmm. So... That was basically. I would agree with that. What did she say happened in her exploration? 
she just said she was feeling energy and and things like that. She didn't go into a lot of detail about it. And I think maybe she had some friends that were saying. Well, I would have explored what energy did you feel. <laughs> like I would answer what what happened, you know, because obviously yeah. she has a a question about it, and it's a little, um, you know, something that she'd like to explore. We got to get figure out whatever nuances she's already discovered, because that's going to tell us what direction she was going in, and or what was happening during her exploration. And I don't know the if that's her on the air now. Not realize when they get a very uh, succinct message from yeah. from spirit or from the astral plane or from wherever she was going, they're not going to understand what what that message was. If it was for for an adept, it's going to be like, whoa, that's obvious. Right. No, I know exactly what you mean, uh-huh. and that's why I said also going and finding maybe a um, um, like-minded, experienced um, practitioner. But this might be actually her on the line still. Let me see if it is. I, uh-huh. I don't know if I remember. Hello, is this, is this the same person we were speaking of? <laughs> yeah, it is me. <laughs> it is you, so you've been oh, listening. Okay. Well, good. And Darren is here now, so maybe if you explain uh-huh. a little bit to Darren, he will give you well, some what's more. What's your name? <laughs> What? Okay, so pretty much I was um I was out. Well, what's your what's your name first? Oh, my name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay, go ahead. Um, and um, I was pretty much outdoors, and you know, I was um at a park, and <clears throat> I just started just looking at my surroundings, and um mm-hmm. started meditating. Um, so pretty much what happened, I just I was in a deep focus point. And um, lately, I've been I've been dealing with a lot of things not 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 negatively spiritual, but just like a spiritual mm-hmm. awakening. And um, I feel like, and I looked it up online trying to figure out, okay, what actually was it that I saw? And from what it looked like, it might have been from what uh, the description online, it might have been uh, prana energy, maybe or um, so I, pranic energy. Prana energy or. or <clears throat> Like Are you saying chronic energy, like like the energy of the the chi of the body? The um, pretty much like the force. Um, uh, how am I even know how to explain it? But it was just well, like a prana, lot of the prana relates to the body's affectation of the brahman, and the brahman is the energy that's all around us that that it integrates into. Molecules into our, our interactions, our movement, our kinesis, our kinetic interactions. So, is that what you're talking about? It was very tiny specks of light that was moving around. Oh, and yeah. um, it's like I could control. I'm sorry. So I can explain that to you if you'd like to, to hear it. Yes, please. I'm sorry. That is that is your nonsense, your birth into seeing energy. And it's when I used to see it all the time in my early, my late teens, <clears throat> in the early 20s, when I discovered how to open the extrasensory um, perceptors in my pineal gland and in my in my crown chakra. And, and I started seeing little, it looked like little threads of, uh, like, silver and multi-chromatic, like a rainbow-colored little zippy light things all over the place. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's it, right? How do I know? How do I know what you saw exactly? Because I experienced it. I did, and what I do now is I mute everything so I don't pick up stuff from everybody. 
I don't get like random thoughts from people downstairs or anything like that because it, it tends to, you know, you don't want to get that all the time unless you're really opening up to somebody, which is why as a spiritual advisor, someone wants to hear something from me, then I'll open that channel up. But I don't see that as much anymore unless I really let my guard down for weeks at a time, which largely doesn't happen because that's not a good idea. But, yeah, I used to see that all the time, and I'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's like the it's more weird, that, right? The more that I focus on it, the more white it would become. But then it started off maybe a little bit rainbow-like. Um, but it's then similar, the I would describe it as rainbow, but... But you get these little. It, it looks like there's silver along along with it. Just bouncing it, off of each other and just like it's like scribbles. Mhm. The okay. silver is always a good thing. You know why? Because that means it's a higher, elevated celestial state of consciousness, and that means that somewhere along the line, there's a giant celestial energy, which is always good because that's higher energy. So that's okay. I, hopefully you see silver. I'm, I, you're, are you a good person? Yes, I am. I okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I would, you know, that's a good but thing. I, I actually thought of it as, you know, as something good to, to look at. Is is that uh-huh. what it, I would definitely think it. I feel like maybe it's just one of the gifts from God that he has given everybody maybe. And mm-hmm. um, throughout the world, we just kind of forget that we have these, you know, because I, um, I don't let, know. Let me tell you, let me give you an example. The Franciscan okay. monk who lived in the abbey in Italy, who's been standing there for days doing his flowers and then cultivating fruit to give to the people, the townsfolk down in the town at the bottom of the hill, that person will probably see something similar as well because he spends mm-hmm. time praying and in meditation and looking at the plants and looking at the sun and the gifts from the Almighty, you know, that that were gifted to him, and he will begin to see how everything is tied together, and there is no difference from that Franciscan monk and the person that is working with the air element and who also knows that the power of the wind and all this stuff is interrelated. So they, that they, his relationship to God might be different than yours or that Franciscan monk's, but you guys are all connecting with the same sort of, wondrous energy that, that connects everything together. Yeah. Okay. Does that make any sense? Or? It, it is making sense. Mm-hmm. I, I just so, like so I it. guess to say it, that no, I don't want to keep, I want to say that everybody, not every, no one's wrong, I guess is what my point is. Now, although people take different paths to enlightenment and, you know, there's a lot of other things along the way but I'm saying that what you're experiencing is nothing negative by any means. Um, but your your relationship to how much of it happens and when it happens and where you take it is important too. Because what what's important to realize is when this happens that your life is going to be a little bit different from now on because you're a little bit more extrasensorily activated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I give you any advice on that level, because I would say to have a great relationship, and that's, I think, what Daniel Michael was telling you earlier, always be protected when you do feel like you're being a little bit exploratory. Have a good relationship with higher energy because that's what's going to keep you on the right path while you're exploring. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing the rifle with you while you're walking through the, 
the safari. <laughs> you know, if you had, if you see something scary that was going to kill you, you would have it with you to shoot it. Hopefully you won't have to use it, but you never know. Okay. There might okay. be a rabid wildebeest in there that wants to kill somebody. You know what I mean? And that's when I say rabid, it's because that's malign energy. You know, you're mm-hmm. not there to shoot stuff and kill stuff. You're there to protect yourself in case there is something weird. And people, sometimes it's people. People have negativity surrounding them. They they can't help it. And, and they get in this obsessive, uh, victimized or abusive behavior that continually cycles into itself. And when you encounter somebody like that, you may try to fix them. You may try to help them. You may just be victimized by them. And then you don't know how to suck that up. Because as an empath, it's just something that you, you're connecting with their energy. So you need help from somebody like, say, uh, Archangel Uriel, who will help you ground yourself, or just, you know, or Jesus, or you could, you know, ask, I sometimes ask just the, some of the natural elements to come in and, and be part of that, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. It was nice talking to you. Mm-hmm. And have a fun weekend. Thanks for calling Spiritual Insight. Thank you. Have a good day. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Always nice to talk to someone who is in the discovery, right? In that great new place. <clears throat> yeah, it can be really amazing. Um, there's a lot of questions that happen um, with that. Um, you know, sometimes there's so many that it's hard to feel those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. It's hard to really, like, you know, because it's just so much. Um, but if we can try to just localize it into a couple major major situations, that's what I try to do when a lot of people bring up the fact that, you know, like they're experiencing um, psychokinetic activity or they don't know what's going on or you know, they feel like they're, it's like kind of almost harassing them. I'm like, well, okay, well, you have to pick this apart and look at what's going on in your life and, and what's happening. Oh, we have um, another caller. She was on earlier as well. I think she pressed the question mark button again, so she might want to add to the conversation. Oh, so okay, me... sure. Hello, welcome back, 770. I wasn't sure if you were pressed to come well, back in or we're just listening yeah I, I was listening it was, I was listening it's very enlightening okay. Uh, oh, thank you. yeah because I I myself get glimpse glimpses but I was trying to figure out you know with me how can I hold on to it more um, um, Darren do you I maybe say, have I, can, I, can I do it at will oh okay Yes, you can do it at will. You can train your eyes to see more um, specific energy in the darkness and in the light. Um, what she was talking about, I think, was, was like I said, you see those strings in those rainbow or silver uh, multi-chromatic strings when when it's, it's daylight or you're in a lighted area um, and you're feeling powerful, uh, you know, energy or, or vibrations, or your your crown chakra is really, really open, um, and your head chakra. Uh, so, to get that, you have to visualize or or work with your your head chakra, right where your third eye would be, 
and your crown chakra, which would be at the top of your head, and then picture, sit, sit in a, I would recommend the lotus pose, and just picture those, those, those energy centers opening up, like a flower opening its petals, like that, opening, okay. and then picture energy kind of radiating out of there, and then just will, will yourself to be able to see more of what's around you and what's taking place around you. Now, if nothing is taking place around you and you're in a very clean and devoid area or it's just not it's just not very active, you might not see anything. But you may, depending on where you're at or depending on what's going on with how your energy is affecting your surroundings, you may see quite a bit. The way to train your your yourself to see more visually with in your waking mind with your eyes open is to work uh, with visualizations in mirrors and stuff like that, but also when doing that, I would also ask for protection first. Ask for protection first, okay. Yeah, have you ever worked with trying to do a visualization in a mirror or anything like that? Um, no, but <laughs> okay. I've, 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 I've seen glimpses of, um, like, what I've seen, I've seen, I've, the first time I remember seeing um, glimpses of, um, Something I was reading the novel and I saw it, it gave me a message on that page clear as daylight, black and white, and it it surprised me. And I went back from page to page trying to find that message, but it wasn't there. And I said, "Hmm, that message was letting me know that the job that I was on, I shouldn't be there. I should go do this other cosmetology work that I would be more happier." And mm-hmm. And um and I went back. I just like I said, I saw it like in black and white. And um, that was the first time. This goes back years ago, and I still get glimpses of things that I see. And I like, whoa, what was that? And I hear, I hear also. I'm, I think I'm getting the hearing done better for yeah. so the voice. What you're talking about is clairvoyance, which is clairaudience, and clairaudience, which is hearing stuff. Hearing stuff, yes. I don't hear things. I see stuff, or I you see stuff, yes. Or I feel things. Um, So I have to close. I literally, when I'm doing like a reading for some of my clients, like a phone reading that they're out of state or or across the country or across the Atlantic, I literally have to turn off all the lights. And sometimes when I'm on this radio show, I have to wrap do a um, I'll do a blindfold, so that way I only energy I see is what the, the visual representation and messages from my spirit guide. And oh, then, I uh, see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's what it's... helps me. But for other people, they hear stuff, or they, and the funny ones are the olfactory where they'll smell things too. Yeah, I, I, I get I get odors sometimes too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, what's that listerine smell? And I feel, I feel a, I smell a floor. Sometimes I wake up and I smell this floor or scent. I'm like, where is that coming from? And but it might be a message around. for you to take things lighter and have a lighter, more uh, buoyant, feminine quality or, or more lighter lighter touch to more caring, relaxed, you know, focus on the beauty. That might be the message. But I think you have a great way of translating what messages you're receiving. From what I heard from you, you really picked up on what that message was. You said, don't go, don't stop doing whatever you were doing and focus on this cosmetology work. And you picked up the message where it was. Yeah, it was in the page. I was reading this novel and mm-hmm. that, it just popped up. Yes. Clear as day. It's like, Clear whoa, yes. So, um, 
it's mm-hmm. two things, you, you know. Which, which and, I think that that's what's challenging for people is it's hard for them to understand what, what exactly is this message. Uh, hard to me, hard for me to trust it, but I'm getting better. I am getting better with it. You know, have faith in it. You know. Begin to trust it. Begin to trust yes. it. Um, I've had some major uh, changes going on, um, and and things rearranging themselves. So what I, I've seen is I've gotten a lot of messages personally lately from me, from Saint Peter and Elegua. Elegua is the keeper of the crossroads and opener of doorways. So I keep getting stuff from him constantly, and I'm like, okay, obviously there a new a new road is opening, and it uh, you know some doors may be closing and new doors are opening. So if I keep if someone's ringing a bell in my ear, I better listen. <laughs> you know, I gotta not I gotta pay attention to that. Yes, it sounds like you know how to do that. Uh yes, I've I've learned to uh, to uh, know that voice now. Mhm. As opposed to, is it coming from my my mind, you know, my head? <laughs> no, sometimes it's so obvious that it can't come from your head. There's no way I mean, that you write books in a page, write words in a, in a book. Have I, have I written words in a book? No, I'm saying you didn't you didn't write the words in the book. Oh no, I didn't write the words, and it was just it just yeah. uh, it just came up. It's a, like a, a vision. Mm-hmm. It's like I I met people in my lifetime, and I get. Um, I get, I get uh, a premonition. I don't see this person. Mm-hmm. I look at them, and it's like as a fog mm-hmm. just fades them away for a few seconds, and they come back. Mm-hmm. And I say, what's that? <laughs> well, I'll tell you now, when we're speaking about working with air, but um, there's a way to use utilize working with air to 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 get things that you send out, messages for things that you need in life, like, like a new job, right? I need a new job. Okay, well, um, you know, you ask, you send it out into the ether, or you can picture clouds or whatever. You're sending it out there, and you want to receive, and you've got to ask for it to receive uh, a return message. And the message you want is, of course, you got a new job, right? So exactly. That's where, that's where air is really important, and the visualization and, and working with air is all about Sending energy and receiving energy back and forth. Yeah. In the um, air, air the Taoist yeah. traditions, they even have a little, I guess something what some people call like a petition spell. They have these little papers that you put your wish on. They burn it for you, like a Taoist priest puts it in this bowl and burns it, and it comes back. There's so many traditions that use air. Think of the Native Americans. They put their prayers into the fire, and then smoke lifts their prayers to the sky. So it's they're using air so that you know their prayers are received into the sky. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. I, I definitely heard of that. But okay, so I can write a prayer or what I want, put it in a bowl, burn it, and let the air take it away to the to the universe. Yes, that's why things are intentions are burned a lot. But you're also that that's also taking fire. Fire is transformation. So it's mm-hmm. transforming that piece of paper into into energy, and that energy is joining with the air element, and the air element is sending it out there. But let's say for me, I need to sit and meditate and say, okay, Mercury, or okay, air element, or uh, powers of the East, or, you know, uh, San Rafael, St. Raphael, please use your wings and beat 
beat this intention into and take it to the people that need to hear it. And that oh. might be the people that I want need to hire me to do an event or something, or it might yes. be, please let my sister relax if she stresses herself out, or it might be, please let my client, you know, be able to get a new job. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Are there any herbs you could, I could use to help open up the, uh, all, oh, all yeah. of that? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Valerian, lavender, um, eucalyptus is a powerful one that just, it'll just, like, it'll put you right into, like, the stratosphere. It might be too much because it just, it doesn't relax. It's just, it's very intense. But lavender, eucalyptus, uh, what peppermint. else? Peppermint. Peppermint. Um, wow. Well, so Just you could get all. I know you get all those in tincture forms. A uh, tea. Would it be best to drink it or just tincture form? Oh, um, you, either way. Um, I used either to my, my, okay. my my mentor in Savannah. She taught me to take a little mister. She had a lavender spray, and she would just spray people in the face with lavender spray right before she got started with the aura, aura cleansing uh-huh. and or in a reading and. Um, Stop doing that because people don't like to get sprayed in the face. Lavender is beautiful. Well, nice uh, spray. I know, but it, it's a little, and it, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to do that. You know, in New Orleans, people aren't ready for it to get sprayed in the face with stuff. Oil, oil, if oil I was work. going into a, an hour-long client, you know, consultation with somebody, I might. I mean, it just, it just depends. Now that lavender is to help relax. Relax them and get rid of. It's, rela- it's to relax your conscious mind. Okay. The conscious, conscious mind. Okay. The conscious mind is what's going to keep the subconscious mind from tapping into extrasensory and higher energy. Okay. Because it. I have I have lavender uh, aromatherapy candles that I like to burn sometimes. That's perfect. And the oil yes. is okay. lavender oil is great. Lavender oil? Lavender oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the burn lavender oil. Or, like I said, if you want to put lavender oil and dilute it a little bit and make a little spray bottle with it. A little mist, just, okay. Yeah, and, and just, just mist your, you know, lightly mist around your your temples and your, your face and the front of your face. So close your eyes, of course. That's right. exactly it. Puts, it'll put you right there. Okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And put a little mm-hmm. on the pillow at night. <laughs> Right. Well, that's, that's now. Now wait. That's gonna make you. That's gonna make you astral travel. Oh. So, so this is a funny story. My like, um, my stepdaughter. She, I, you know, she wanted to work on astral travel. And I'm like, oh god, this looks like psychic gifts and stuff. And I'm like, all right, here's a, here's an air element. Here's um, you know, my friend makes these these dream pillows. So I got her the purple one, which is the lavender one. It has a bunch of different compounds in it to help you at, you know travel and, and psychic awareness, but, you know, so she calls me and she's like, you know, I've been having these really scary dreams, but they're really expansive, but I've been going all these places, but they're starting to get really <laughs> scary and nightmarish, and she's like, I don't know why they're scary, I keep using my dream pillow, I'm like, because you're using the one that's, <laughs> that's sending you out farther into astral, you're using the wrong one, you want to use the protection one for protection, and oh my gosh. So, so just be aware you're going to keep with with lavender. Okay, which one is protection? Is it? Oh, protection is, it, is I, I don't know. He made my friend my this is my best friend. He makes them for the store. 
I work oh, with. Oh, I see. Um, but well, is, isn't Franken, I think it's, I don't, I don't know. What isn't Franken said for protection? Yeah, and. Um, what you would, Franken said and more. Daniel Michael, what would you. Well, um, there are dream pillows that use mugswort, and mugswort is sometimes used for safe travel as well. The Roman soldiers used to put it in their shoes for um, safe travel, and it has this association. So maybe even for safer dream travel, uh, perhaps. And there's different herbs for protection. But as far as in the dream, um, go ahead, go ahead. Are you there? Um, I'm here. Hello. No, I was thinking of for just for every day being out among the public. I was thinking of frankincense and myrrh. Mm, yeah, but that that's depending on how you're charged. If you're every how day you, out, uh, you know you're out and about and you're picking up energy all day long. Hello. Yeah. Um. I would say one of them, and it's one of them, is my favorite, and I and that is my favorite incense. No, this is an incense, so that might not be the same as outside, right? But is is dragon's blood is is a very protective one, or that's what I've been told. Um, basil. As long as you want protection and you're not losing your mind. Right. Because like, right. like frankincense, it's a supercharger. Yeah. So if you if you're focused on I need protection today and I want protection, then that dragon's blood will be the best thing you could have. But if you're losing your mind and you think people are gonna come and, and kill you, then that might amplify your fear and negative vibrations and it might draw negative to you. Oh, I see. So dragon blood. Okay, I'm gonna remember that one. Perhaps okay. but you but. gotta you gotta charge it properly. Yeah, you have to charge it so for let's say, let's say I wanna do a spell for something. Dragon's blood will take the the level of intensity of it and raise it, raise the bar. So it mm-hmm. depends on what your intentions are with dragon's blood. Right, right. Now, okay. if you don't want to think about all that and you just want something to carry with you to protect you, I'd say hematite, I'd say black tourmaline, yes. I'd say tiger's eye, ground you. Um, tiger's eye. Ground you. you know. Oh, wow, I have a tiger's eye. Tiger's oh. eye. Another one. Oh, yeah. And, I have and, a, and, I, go, ahead. go ahead, please. I wear emerald and a tiger's eye, and I have, um, on my wrist, I have malachi. Malachi? Malachite malachi. Is, is good for your blood, um, your cardio. Um, it, it's also pretty good. See, the thing is, yeah, it, stuff like that is going to help your overall systems. And if you have good body system health, and you feel good, and which puts you, it, it doesn't help you get absolutely screwed with by negative energies either. If yeah. you don't want to be in your body and you, you're uncomfortable in your own skin, then you want to be out of your body. When you're a little bit out of your body, then lower spirits can screw with you. Yes. And that, yeah, and I understand that it's real. <laughs> That's where yeah. the mugswort comes in. Mugswort is the astral protection one. Remember you said walking around the street? Walking around the street mm-hmm. is more like what Darren said, hematite, stones that ground, tiger's eyes, a protective stone. Even people say some basil or even oh, coffee. Basil. Mm-hmm. Some people say coffee and having that little bit of that grounding effect of that. Um, but in the out in the dream world, 
mugswort was one, like the dream pill. Remember, that's a popular ingredient in dream pillows there, and that's why I brought that up. Because you okay. said, yeah, dream pillow with the, she picked the lavender one, which is the let's go, let's go flying maybe far, far away for advanced people. And the mugswort is, right. well, it's going to enhance your dreams, but you're going to be kind of, it's a protective. Yeah, that, that's not really my thing with the herbal compounds, but he makes those. So that's why when she asked me, I'm like, I don't know, but I'm sure mugwort was definitely something that's in there. Right. There's about 90 yeah. seconds left, folks. I just want to let you all know. <laughs> well, this has been very, very, very interesting. Thank you guys. and Thank you guys so, so much. Okay. All right. Well, we thank appreciate you. it. Thanks a lot. Have a happy new year. Thanks. You too. Thanks. You both. You both. Joy, peaceful, prosperity. Okay? Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for coming to Spiritual Insight. All right, Darren? Okay. Um, so this is May- um, air is a conduit. It helps us uh, send out what we want and receive what we want. So please utilize air to the best of your abilities, but also stay protected while you're doing so. Remember, Mercury is whimsical, so, you know, <laughs> the winds may blow, knock something over, but they're going to bring prosperity too, so that's good. And uh, I wanted to thank Daniel Michael for doing the show with me today. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next time on Spiritual Insight. All right, everyone. If you want to get a hold of me, um, D-B-U-C-A-R-E at gmail.com, D-B-U-C-A-R-E at gmail.com. All right. And thank you, Darren. Thanks, Daniel, Michael. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. I'm going to go watch the race. Have a great evening, everyone. Forbidden Archaeology. Forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Archaeology, Forgotten History, Divination, Magic, Cryptozoology, UFOs, Nature, Science, and Spirit. 
All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Listening to Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 